0: chop
1: it
0: down. chop awesome. it down. chop down.
1: chop it chop down, down. it
2: down, watch him throw the ball. We gon' pick it up. You gon' let him hit the hole or you gon' cut it off? You gon' play through fourth and long or you gon' punt it off? Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight. You the type to want to win by any means, right? You should look alive. This is Trap or Dive. Ma, I
1: think you muted, baby.
2: There we go. There we go. There we go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. That I was muted because I cussed, and I don't. I don't need, need you to taking away this. Uh, hey, that's fine. We, we're probably gonna do a lot of cussing today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just need to. I need. I just need to make sure we get a good little five minutes into the show. But anyway, welcome back to another Chopper <laughs> the Post Game Edition. um Look, man, i'll Everybody frustrated. I get it. I already know. Um, this was like a it's it's a it's a crazy game and and I came in here laughing cuz as I'm pulling up I have like this little tab where I, I keep like three different um sections of, of Twitter open and on the beat writer section uh Ron is quoted in his post game pressure as it is a low point um and I'm going to go ahead and start this show <laughs> with our one sentence takeaways um let's get these out of the way and and then we can keep it pushing for everybody that's in the chat if you got your one sentence takeaways Let's go ahead and get them going. Let us know what you what you all thinking. Um, mine's is plain and simple. I actually tweeted it. Look, bruh, here we go. Like, just when you thought that, <laughs> that it couldn't get worse than the Bears game. Dot 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 dot, bruh. That shit. Um, what what are y'all such and takeaways uh from today's game, man?
1: First, before I get mine, I just want to laugh at AJ. AJ been cheesing since we got it. AJ I wanted this peep, result. <laughs> he got me back because he wanted this result. And he he said,
2: got it too. He got That's the crazy. result he
0: wanted,
2: man. <laughs> I bet he. I bet he did, bro. He was going on. He was going back and forth with what I good man Sean on, on Twitter. I seen and I was like, bro, in the middle of the game too. Go ahead. What's Whoa, f- where bro. we at, bro?
0: Go ahead, AJ. Hey, AJ, what's your one sentence takeaway, man? Oh, boy. I got a couple. I think the first one is U-Haul, anyone?
2: Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> s- second one is franchise quarterback who? <laughs> should,
2: Great, I keep, yours, bro? should
0: I keep going? For me, I, I just got
1: straight up. Abomination. I mean, they're they're <laughs> They are terrible, bro. I mean, hey, the Giants girl. can only look this good against us. I mean, we we watch the Giants. We watch the NFL. We watch the Giants week in and week out. They only look good against the Commanders. Abomination. One word, not even one
2: sentence. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Washington falls if I haven't done so already to 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 um the New York Giants. Man, thirty-one to nineteen today. Uh, in a game where, uh you know, you registered nine sacks going into the, the fourth quarter, like on its surface and on top of that, I'm sorry, nine sacks going into the fourth quarter. And at one point, the score was only <laughs> only 14 to 12 going into the fourth quarter. Um, So you would have thought that Washington had a chance to win. You would have thought that this would have been an ugly game that you weren't impressed with, but they found a way to make the game worse. And and what's more frustrating for me isn't even the fact that uh, Washington lost the game. I think we all were. Matter of fact, let me be clear. I would say this. So the prediction wise, we all, me and Dre predicted Washington to win. AJ predicted Washington to lose. Um, and and I think for for anybody, I want you to say, I want you to know that there is no. You should not blame yourself. You should not blame anybody in your circle that's a fan of the Washington Commanders for for believing that Washington was going to uh, work the Giants today. Like that is not your fault for thinking like that. That is not anybody's fault for having an expectation for any team that went up against the New York Giants this year. So some semblance of good on either side of the football, Washington was good enough on the offensive side of the football. And yet again, they go up against the New York Giants and Wink Martindale who flat out embarrasses them. It doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is. It doesn't matter who their talent is on offense. Wink Martindale is going to show up and show out. It don't matter who that quarterback is. T- Tommy DeVito, bro. Y'all, I, I've never, and I can say this because I never I never said it throughout the week. Y'all clown this man for living with his mother. Who cares if he lives with his mother? That, that makes no difference in how he's going to win the game or lose the game for the New York Giants, bro. He comes into your house. And on top of that, 84 yards last week y'all made a big deal about that but guess what the anomaly in the nfl is a quarterback throwing for 84 yards that does that's not going to happen again and you think that danny devito was going to come out in in the second second week in a row and, and do something like that he diced your ass up what you, he was on pace with 400 yards after the first half bruh so i i i just think from from my whole viewpoint and my frustration like i said it wasn't the fact that people uh that that washington law it's like you should have had all the expectations in the world that washington was going to handle business against this version of the new york giants bro. and they came out and they found a way to lose like if just just so off the strength because you're looking at this offense and you're looking at the fact that if you're you're saying if, if they can stop turning the ball over two turnovers in the first six plays um and you're like if they can stop turning the ball over they can get something here and not even was it just the offense, bro. It was special teams too. Like they just kept finding ways to give the ball back to New York, give them confidence, let them know that they can stand, they can win this game so long as they keep creating turnovers and the momentum build it up, bro. It was one of the like I said, if you thought that it it, it, it couldn't get worse than Chicago, this game was only a twelve point defeat, and it was worse than Chicago. It was it was worse than Chicago. Um, overall thoughts on um. Where y'all at with this game? I just had to get that off my chest. Y'all got the floor.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you had both of these teams' record and had to pick which one, based off of just pure performance of the game overall, who has a two and eight record? You would have picked Washington Commanders. They looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL. They they couldn't do anything offensively. They couldn't stop Danny DeVito. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't really care He live at home. I thought he was
2: about to get that third and long at the end.
0: I thought he was about to yeah. get it. I thought he's about to get it too. Like the man had 87 yards for a whole game last week. And in the before the first half even ended, I think he had like 145 and two touchdowns. <laughs> like, I mean, overall it's a poor game, like from both sides of the ball. Uh, defensively, they, they couldn't stop wide receivers. Uh, teams are attacking Cam Curl and Jamin Davis left and right with their running backs. Uh especially Jamin Davis. Like he gets put on a on a wheel route every like almost three, four times in a game.
2: Told like, all, after that Patriots game, he was gonna he was gonna get dotted up, bro. Yeah. So
0: I mean that was a beautiful pass by DeVito to Saquon. Uh hell of a play. Uh, defensively, you're not getting no pass rush or anything. I, a lot of those sacks really came from Devito climbing the pocket, and yeah, it wasn't real like pressure per se. Like I don't, I, I thought they were gonna dial it up a bit more on on Devito because of his inexperience and the lack of weapons on the outside that the Giants had, but they didn't really do that. Uh, then on the offensive side, it's like we know what Charles Leno struggles with. He struggles with lengthy athletic defensive ends. So uh it's not surprising that Thibodeau went off, but the Giants also had a different defensive approach. They still came after Sam Howe, but not in the same ways that they did in the first matchup. This time was a lot of of stunts. Uh they were stunning more with their their D tackles going going up uh, against the not their D tackles but their defensive ends kind of looping into the, the center and the guard matchups yeah. uh, to co- confuse them. And that was something Chris that Ball they were struggling with. Ass, oh. Chris Paul and Larson, they were struggling with that all day. Dexter Lawrence is beating his guy no matter what. And then with Sam Howe, he just – yeah, man. Like, he finished the day with three interceptions, but it really should have been four. Pinnock shouldn't have dropped that pick. Um, I don't know what happened on that last interception. Like, he literally jumped in the pocket to throw the ball. And it's like, are you throwing it away or are you trying to complete this pass? Because he, like...
2: I was just looking at that play again.
0: complete the pass is even... It's probably... It's just about the same... (laughs) It's just about the same uh, poor decision-making as throwing that that ball inbound. Um, I really don't know... It looked like
2: on the replay, like, he was trying to... I think that was Logan Thomas. I still can't tell. It looked like it was Logan. Yeah, I think he was trying to throw it um to his outside shoulder toward the sideline. If that makes sense, like that's yeah. what he was trying to do. Um, but I
0: mean, when you when you jump up in the pocket and throw the ball, that's kind of like that's footwork. Like that that's the issue with the footwork. Either way, man, somebody gotta go. Like somebody has to go. Like either it has to be Ron and and Jack Del Rio. Or Jack Del Rio has to go. Somebody needs to be gone. But I don't know if you guys seen my text this morning as I was driving home. I think about like 2 a.m.
2: Oh, yeah, the Brian Robinson John. Yeah, one of
0: my one of my uh <laughs> I mean I already predicted they was gonna lose the game, but this morning around like two a.m. it further convinced me that they a lot of the guys on the team were overlooking the situation. So one of my friends that is a, a a club promoter and, and owner. He posted a flyer of, of Brian Robertson hosting tonight, hosting Sunday night. So <laughs> typically in the NFL, guys will host after they, they win games or if it's their birthday or something. So I was like, I'm not going to say nothing publicly really on it. Maybe it's his birthday, man. That man birthday is in March. So, <laughs> <laughs> So you Googled that shit, like, like, yes, did you? it, it, was, <laughs> it was b Rob's birthday?
1: No, he thought it was B-Rod Yeah,
0: oh, <laughs> I thought it was his birthday. Like, it's it's cool to go hang out and whatever. Like, you you don't have to host. You put your name on a flyer means that you automatically think you winning. Like, you're going to be in good spirits, like you and your squad. And that joint say, Brian Robertson and the commanders host tonight at blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say the venue name. I'm just like... Dog, they really overlooking these Giants. Like, they thinking this shit's sweet. Like, and that's not the case. Can y'all hear me?
2: Yeah. 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 Dre, what you on? Oh, no, my I was, camera.
0: to set say- on my lap. Said my camera messed up. But, yeah, I mean, overall, man, just a poor game. Uh, I feel bad for the people that spend money on this scene. I don't know how you guys commit to going to these games, sitting in traffic, going to come back home to pay for parking to pay for concessions. Uh I know you guys are running up a hell of a tab drinking because boy, I, I know y'all getting drunk at these games because this is not a fun product to watch. Like you you can't keep doing this over and over. And then to hear comments like uh what Maul mentioned, Ron Rivera has said it's a low point. Um it's a low point. It's like, what? Bruh, it's been a low point. As soon as you got hired, it was a low point. But there's been so many <laughs> so many times during the duration of your tenureship we could have referenced it's a low point. And this is now do or die. Like, new ownership needs to show us if they're going to make an improvement. Not necessarily an improvement, but they got to show the fan base that they're going to fire someone.
1: You know, and I kind of, I don't want to go too much into, you know, what AJ was talking about with Brian Robinson hosting a party tonight. I mean, you know, he got a point there. But to me, it brings up the larger issue, what we kind of talk about what this regime is. How prepared do they have these players going into games? I mean, it's not even just this game, but just on a week-to-week basis, how prepared are these guys going in? I mean, if they're out there ready to throw parties and all of that, it just seems to me like the focus is just not there on just, you know, this is the game in front of us. We have to win this game. I can go out and, um, you know, maybe I could talk to a club promoter after 4 p.m. and throw a party whatever the case may be. But that's just going to show you where we are at with this team. It's why I've been telling you all for weeks I'm in draft mode because we just we we, we know what the Ron Rivera regime is capable of at this point. you know, it, There's no more hoping and praying and wishing something different, like, oh, yeah, they're going to be this team that's going to be at the top of the conference or the top of the division. That's not the Ron Rivera commanders. The Ron Rivera commanders are in the hunt. That's all they that's all they really strive for to be is just in the hunt for the playoffs. I mean, well, that's all they're pretty much capable of under this regime, is just being in the hunt. They're never really that team that's you know shown that they can be at the top of the division or one of the top of the conference type of teams. They're just one of those teams that's gonna meddle somewhere in the middle, and it all comes back to kind of a lack of preparation. The Giants weekly against any other NFL team, as we talked about. Now, Maul, you mentioned. That, you know, Tommy DeVito, his living situation doesn't matter, you know, with his parents. It actually does matter. It matters because you can actually use that for context when he plays bad against other teams because he's going to play bad against other teams. So when he's playing bad against other teams, you can say, well, you know, he lives with his parents. He's not really supposed to be the guy but it doesn't matter against us. That's who it doesn't matter against. It does not matter against the commanders. There was a guy once before, I'm again, I love bringing back the old stuff. He played for the Carolina Panthers. I think his name was Michael Bates. Now, they talked about this guy bagging groceries the same week he got signed by Carolina. And he comes and runs a punt return for a touchdown against the commanders in the week. You know, so that these it, it doesn't matter oh, against us because, you know what I'm saying, that's just what happens against us, you know. But Ron Rivera, his teams just aren't prepared, you know. And the Giants have had his number pretty much since he's coached us. Like, I mean, he cannot figure out the Giants no matter who's coaching them. Who's playing quarterback for him? It just doesn't matter. The only time he seemed like he had the Giants figured out was when Jake Fromm was starting quarterback for the Giants. You know, but even then, Jake Fromm could probably beat this team today. You know, it just doesn't matter because they don't seem like they're focused or they don't seem like they come out. With this urgency to win. And I would just note that was just noted by the offense coming out, just have a sloppy turnovers start in the game. I mean, I think the first two possessions, you're just turning the ball over carelessly and sloppy. Now, no one, you know, usually Commanders fans have a tendency on a week-to-week basis. They like to absolve someone and be like, Oh, well, it wasn't this person, it was this person. You can't do that this week. You can't absolve Sam Howell. You can't absolve Eric B. Enemy. You can't absolve anybody on that offense. We we we're done absolving anybody on the defense. We're done absolving Jack. Oh, yeah. But You you, yeah. you know, but we're talking about the offense. You can't absolve anybody on that end of the ball today. I mean, they were awful. Everyone, everyone was bad today. I mean, anything they did was trying to catch up to the giants. I mean, come on, this is the giants. The giants get embarrassed weekly. I mean, at one point in this game, we, we were stuck on three points. Whereas we scored seven points against them. Last time we played him, we pretty much had 10 points against the giants. We will be end up with 19 today. 19, so we've scored 26 points against the Giants all year. Cowboys scored 89 points against the Giants, you know, in two games. So that's just going to show you we're just not prepared. And that's why I'm with AJ on this whole thing about heads have to roll. Something has to happen. While it won't matter because the team sucks anyway, but you have to show a pulse. And I don't care that it's a short week because who are they prepared to play regardless whether it's a short week, long week, bad week. They don't come out prepared Mm -hmm. against anyone. You know, so I don't care. But
0: here's the thing. (laughs) The schedule gets harder. Like, you played Dallas in a short week on Thanksgiving national TV and then the following week you played the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) Like, the schedule like, the embarrassment is only going to grow, like the Giants were supposed to be sure. that win that they were yeah, supposed it, to be, it that was
2: win supposed the, be the win. <laughs> it was supposed to be the one, like, so the, the way the nature of the last three games were going, it was supposed to be that one where it's like everything looks like it's coming together for the offensive side of the football, at least. And they shortage, and, and then you and then the defense catches a break against the Giants because the Giants' offense is terrible. Think about this, bro. So, Grant Posen tweeted this, so he made this easier for me. Uh, the 2023 New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen, when not playing the command. We're not playing the Commanders. One and eight outscored by 155 points. When playing the Washington Commanders, two and zero outscored Washington by 19 points. Bro, let's add to some 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 other things into this thing. Like when I mentioned earlier about how the offense is looking like, you're ju- you're saying like if they can just establish some drives and get their feet underneath of them, you're talking about an offense that can really do some damage against the Giants. Well, you had an offense that had 400 yards. Right, um, over 100 yards of rushing on the day, 174 exactly. Um, only one penalty, went two for three in the red zone in terms of touchdowns, and you lose to a team who was sacked nine times by their quarterback. I'm not even lying to you. I, I need to look this up. Like, what's the most sacks that a quarterback in the NFL in NFL history has suffered and won a football game? Because I don't think nine is is matter of fact. I'm out of I'm out of look at this like in two seconds because I don't think there's no quarterback and I may be tripping and it may I, it's for sure a, a small few I need to know who that is but um like even just seeing those numbers and, and, and just processing this you just don't expect a team like watching you don't expect a team who had the performance at least offensively to look the way they did against the Giants and this kind of brings me back to the uh the, the the post that I have on the channel um for those that's listening on the, the audio side uh, off to another world said he's beginning to jump ship on sam sam Howe. um and, and i want to translate try or, or transition this to him and then we can move around as well <clears throat> it wasn't the best day from sam um each of those interceptions were like like what you, you just didn't know what what he was really doing like even when i mentioned the last one it looked like what he was doing was was trying to give logan thomas an angle towards the sideline I still can't say for certain what he was trying to do. Like, every every interception <laughs> was bad. But then you have moments, like, uh, just where you're seeing them be able to move the ball down the field and, and him making some plays to try to keep Washington in it. Um, off to another world, I think that's the main reason why I said this week. Uh, I don't know if it was Tuesday or Thursday. I don't remember. But you look at this team and you, you can't sit here and start making declarations after a three-game stint. Where the offense and Sam Howe or Sam Howe in particular looked really, really good from a consistency standpoint, right? um and and even with that message, right? jumping ship on Sam, you ain't know what, what we doing that after this game for? like that's the reason why you wait it out. you see how this thing goes. and for them to look like this after the performance that they had uh in in New Jersey a few weeks ago, uh this is something that you that raise your eyes and like bro what's up with two things what's up with the enemy and what's up with How when we talk about the offense side of the football um it makes you start to to ask those questions but that's the that's the nature of like these last 6 games now like you you always were supposed to wait to see how this thing folds like if I mean or uh, uh turns out like this was this is something that you you have to keep an eye out for like these type of performances bro and and for me um looking at how How performed um i don't know like it's it's hard to get past the fact that everybody just weren't wasn't in spot like chris rodriguez bro, had a solid game and then he fumbles in the reds like in plus territory brian robinson last drive i mean second to last drive um like he has a hell of a game and then he he damn near cost washington uh, a chance to to come back even though they should have never been in that position to begin with but he almost blows a chance for washington to come back uh byron Pringle, solid all season um fumbles on a on a goddamn a kick return and and out of the half, when you have momentum going into that, that third quarter, uh I don't know, it's it's hard to really even evaluate every single thing from a, a house. I mean, and then we talk about the offensive line, like bro, like missed stunts. Uh, you had some drop passes, Logan Thomas. I didn't even mention that. He fumbles on the first draft. Um, like it's it's just so much that went wrong. It's like you can't even sit here and say it's one person's fault. And and like even with at at the point in which how th- before he threw that last interception um you're talking about a person who like they're behind the eight ball again before you even have a chance to make like it's 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 always the case something with with this team um and and granted let's acknowledge the fact that they the offense put you get nine sacks bro you get five in the first quarter you're talking about a team who's still in it like they only scored at 7 they only scored 14 in the first half like that's a normal that's a normal score that's a normal uh flow of a game and you're talking about an offense who's making things look like they're like they're in high school like like it's it's like how how can't you establish anything or, or where's your intensity at or where's your awareness like AJ mentioned i mean i saw some people in the chat i just think the main thing when you look at this offense bro sam Howe had a had a bad game bro um and it's and it is problematic to the standpoint of understanding like his his trajectory or or knowing what that looks like but at the same time bro like i don't know you, I don't think you can afford any of these type of games uh, if you're Eric B. Enemy or if you're Sam Howe. Um and and for it to be a week or a few days before the Dallas stretch, the Dallas, San Fran, Miami, and and Dallas twice, like before it happens, before that stretch, bro, that's that is where you start having those bigger questions coming, in my opinion
1: yeah i mean ma i definitely agree i mean this is what we've been talking about you know when people were kind of even not to kind of just put this all on sam Howe. But, you know, when we were having these discussions about Sam Howell, people were telling me we have to be convinced right now. Like, we have to know right now. He's the guy. Like, people were convinced. This is it. But I'm like, let's let the season play out. Because, again, as you stated, Maul, I am not off of Sam Howell after today. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and after today and say Sam Howell's garbage. He can't play. But – you know, these are the type of, you You have to evaluate the season as a whole. He may have another one of these games this season. He, he'll probably have a couple of more good games this season but you want to sit back after the season and look at his season, and not just him, Eric, the enemy as well. You want to look at these guys season as a collective unit, as a whole, how did they perform as a whole throughout the season? Do I feel good about this? You know, you can't do this after one game, Like right? after two games, you can't just say, Oh, he's a franchise quarterback cause he played two good games, but you also can't come out and say he's just straight garbage. Cause he had a bad game because quarterbacks have bad games. So you just want to have the evaluation. It just sucks because yes, he's played really good in two games against the Eagles this year in Eric Bienieme you know in and, and they are a tandem everything that happens like if one looks good the other looks good it's hard for one to look good without the other between Sam and Eric both of them had their best performances against the Eagles and then both of them have also had pretty much their worst performances against the Giants. So that's inconsistency right there. You want to see the consistency level pick up, you know, for these guys. But again, it's not just all on them. You know, it's it's, it's everything on the offense. You're wondering why Terry is not having a season that Terry normally would have. I think this may be one of Terry's worst seasons since being in the NFL. Jahan Dotson's in a sophomore slump this year, in a sense. I mean, yeah, he's had, what like four touchdowns, but we've seen uncharacteristic drops by Jahan. He's been Disappeared. he's disappeared in games. We haven't heard his name called in a few games. You know, even today, you didn't really hear his name called much until late in the game. You know, um the running game is you know, it it's iffy. I mean, I thought they actually had their best day on the ground because they were consistent with it today, but you're turning the ball over. I mean, like you said, Chris Rodriguez putting the ball on the ground. I don't know what the final number on the turnovers were today. I think it was five or six. Six, but yeah, six turnovers, but you can't win a game like that. As you mentioned, you know, the Giants go out, they get sacked, what, nine times? You don't you don't you typically don't win games when you get sacked nine times, but you will win games when the other team turns the ball over six times. So, you know, these type of games, you know, you have to measure that with the good games as well. These are the games you're going to look at after the season and as a whole. It's a collective and say, what what do we see out of these guys? As of right now, we still don't know. I mean, you know, because like I said, he just had a, well, him, Sam, and Eric just had a couple of good games in a row, and then now you just have the stinker against the Giants, and now you have the Dolphins and the Cowboys and all of these teams coming I and mean, you still also have to play the 49ers this season. So now you have a very small window for these guys to kind of look good in, you know. Now, I mean, because now you want to start really putting your best stuff out because one thing about the NFL is the NFL has a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately memory. Like, if Sam Howell and Airbnb, they come out and they don't look good in these tough stretch of games that we have – People, don't, people are not going to look back at those Philadelphia games or the games that he did look good in in the early or the mid part of the season. They're only going to remember the games that he had that were recent. You know, that's just how the NFL works. So it gets tougher from here, and that's why it's so disappointing and so frustrating to see them go out and lay stinkers against games that should have been kind of layups in a sense. I'm like, this game's a layup for another team. I mean, this game's a layup probably for even a bad team, you know, but for us – this game is, you know what I'm saying? Not only it, it it's actually a game we're going to go in and lose. And that's just what we did.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people were screaming, yelling, crying, pleading, starting petitions, uh, or whatever, for Eric Bieniemy to run the ball. I mean, they almost ran the ball 30 times today. They gained almost 200 yards on the ground. Like, I think they – I think that bien came out with the right game plan to try his best to protect Sam Howe in these situations against Wink Martindale. Unfortunately, there were, he still had to throw the ball some downs <laughs> and and that put them, you know, susceptible to, to being in a situation of the field being flipped by interceptions happening. Um, it, it's just one of those situations for bien is like you, you kind of, you kind of limit it in a sense because of who, who you have to to work with, whether it be from the offensive line structure to the receivers not necessarily getting open, your tight ends not the, the most athletic, you got a young quarterback. Um, you know, Sam Howell doesn't suck. Like, I've never said that he sucks. I just have never mm, – Let's approved. check the archives on that, man. Ooh, I, I mean, yeah, we could, we could roll through the archives. I've never said he sucks, but I don't believe he's a franchise quarterback with that dude. Uh, I think he can play in the league, not as a starter and not specifically for this team. Um, people are going to say, why are you trying to blame him? He gets a big portion of the blame pie, same way quarterbacks get a, a big portion of these these wins and losses for teams. Like, at the end of the day, we can't just focus on – yards and all these different things still getting sacked still turning the ball over at a high clip the offense is not productive uh defensively there's no communication it's just a poor team overall and sometimes when you root for a team you over evaluate those players you think that they're so great they're so amazing um prime prime example um you you take you take cam curl everyone wants to re-sign him now pay him whatever he wants. And what what happens? That play, that third down play with Saquon, when he motioned back into the backfield, you already knew he was getting the ball. (laughs) You already knew he was the primary target. Like, and you still couldn't stop that. Like, it's just poor communication, poor preparation. Um, I didn't really get to chime back on the, the club thing. There's nothing wrong with the club. Don't get me wrong. Like, have your fun. Or whatever but you know you don't have to host a party you can go out (laughs) and celebrate or just go and release some stress you don't have to be put on a flyer like in in my time of representing players we always used to step out whether it be win or losses but wasn't having guys on flyers like especially promoting the day before the game (laughs) that's that's insane like i i just think that some sometimes depending on who they play, they don't take them as serious. And that all leads back to coaching. It's about your coach also putting in your mind that you need to be prepared. It's too many times that they come out on the field and they don't, they look like, especially on the defensive side offense, you don't really see it too much like confusion wise, but defensively the lack of communication within these zones, the coverages that they're supposed to run guys assignments. It's like, it's always been there. Like, it's always been a major factor within their communication since Ron has been here and Jack Del rio has been calling the defense. There's no way that Tommy Tom is it Tommy? Tommy DeVito?
2: Oh, yeah, Tommy DeVito. Tommy
0: Devito. It's no it's no reason he should have his breakout game. It's absolutely no reason. And
2: he won't against anyone else. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: it's, it's no reason yeah. that and it's not
2: like I gotta. I gotta make an I gotta make an acknowledgement too, off, off that point, Dre. I got it. So I made, and I truly, I truly did believe it. So I'm just acknowledging that I was, I was fucking, I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> I thought that, you know, the the Bears. I didn't think that the Bears were any great team, but I thought that they were better than what they showed heading into the the matchup with Washington. And after they whooped our ass, I thought that uh, that was more so of an indication. That it was the, fa- the case that they were they were having bad breaks early on, um, turned out that they was shit, um, and Washington just found a way to get their ass whooped by the Chicago Bears. I did something similar against the New York Giants, and again, I truly believed it. I said that um, the the Giants lost to some really good teams uh, over there their, their before the Washington's first game with them. They lost to some really good teams uh, heading into the Giants game or heading to the Washington game, and um, you're talking about a situation where uh, things are a little bit different where things are going to calm down for them. They're not playing against a, a, a top tier team in the commanders. And and maybe they are better if they didn't have all these injuries and things like that. Um, and I still, I still stand by that, but it looked like I'm wrong on that too. Like you come in here and, and they haven't won a game since I think they beat us and, and you get, you get, you get whooped again, but also you fumble and throw up on yourself. Uh, so to that point, I'm um, just saying, because uh, I know AJ was still talking, I I, I took a long time oh, to, man, to get my was, point across. I, I was just, I'm just like, bro, these teams suck. And watch, you really got to believe that Washington is just at the bottom of the barrel with these guys, because that was there's no dancing around the fact that you you're losing to these bad teams, bro. Lack of focus, coaching, um, ineptitude, uh, not making sure that your players are ready. AJ, as you mentioned, um, and understanding that you know the season is still, it, you're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And now you're talking about a team who only has one less win than you because you mm-hmm. fucked around and won, you want BS on a Sunday at 1 o'clock. Hey, man, like, coaching coaching matters,
0: man. It's so many times that we look at we, – we try to look for guys that are top tier or, like, people will look for PFF grades, all that stuff, man. Coaching matters. You got to prepare your team week in and week out. Like, right now, what you're really seeing, and I keep – I keep bringing it up on here because I honestly feel like the offense is further ahead than the defense. Like if Eric the enemy had this operation for four years, they'd probably be a, a top five offense versus what Jack Del Rio has done with the defense over the span of four years. It's two different coaching styles and preparation and execution and preparing for all types of situations at the end of the day when you aren't being coached well you're going to be put in these situations where you look lost you look confused and things don't go right when it's Sunday <laughs> like that's just that's just what happens i mean you know i i hope that uh i i'm i'm on twitter the same time we doing the show i'm seeing things like the water isn't working uh I'm say, i just i to just to saw a drake message <laughs> i'm saying, i'm seeing different messages about like uh, people referencing like Daniel Snyder, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I'm I'm seeing oh. Jay Bruden tweet about Black Monday, and <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just it's just interesting how all these things have changed in a lot of people's opinion and how they're voicing it online. But this kind of this been the same team like all season. They haven't they haven't hey, grown man. nothing at all, and. It's just it's just funny to me that now people want to speak on it, but I still will keep saying this. I don't see this team winning another game for the rest of the year. It only it gets right like now you you <laughs> got you got you got Dallas Thursday, you got Miami after that. I want to say you got the Rams, then you got the New York Jets, you got the Cowboys again in the 49ers. You're not winning another game.
2: I'm a I'm a I'm a I'ma say that they win one of the road games. I don't know which one though. They that's that's the only place you're gonna see Sam Howell play good football. They're gonna win a game you ain't
1: got.
0: I mean, my thing is like even the Rams, take the Rams matchup. Who is stopping Cooper Cup? Like they kill inside in the oh, past yeah, not, it'll be a shootout. We look like 45-42. But
2: you
0: know then who, who is stopping Aaron Donald? Nobody. So it's like There's no way they're going to win another game. I think that's why it's intriguing just to see, hey, what could Eric bien muster out of this team with just his limited time of being the voice of everyone, not just one side of the ball. Um, I I think that this was probably your last opportunity. If you are a Sam Howe fan club owner, if you do subscribe to that membership of uh, (laughs) $149.99 annually, this this was this was your last opportunity. <laughs> now, you know, the speaker on
1: mm-hmm. the coaching standpoint, coaching, I- I'm a firm believer no matter across the board, professional sports or college sports, whatever teams take on the identity of a coach. And this team has Ron's identity at this point from what we've seen and how he's, you know, kind of acted since he's been here as Washington's coach. Like, Ron on the sidelines, he looks passionless. He looks emotionless on the sidelines. And the team pretty much plays like that. And it's not even just about how your demeanor is on the sideline. It's how you prep them on a week-to-week basis, even during the week. I mean, you just don't see Ron fired up. You don't see a sense of urgency. Usually, especially in the press conferences, you kind of hear Ron always deflecting or telling you why his teams aren't as good as they are. He usually wants to find an excuse for why his teams aren't as good as they are. Like, there's no urgency in the way he talks. Like, he thinks he he, – since he's got here day one, Ron Rivera has thought he's had years and years and years and years to get this together. He never tells you, I have urgency to get this together in one year or I have urgency to get this together in two years. He told you day one, I got five years to get this turned around. That's a coach with no urgency. And they played like that since they played for Ron Rivera. You know, I, I, I think about some of the best coaches or the best teams you watch, even today's game, the previous years, like, Dan Campbell is one of the best coaches in the NFL right now. And the Lions seem like they play with his identity, his passion, his sense of urgency. I think about Joe Gibbs, obviously our greatest coach in franchise history. Joe Gibbs may not have been a rah-rah guy, a passionate guy, but Joe Gibbs was a guy that if he got in a press conference, he would talk about the damn New York, this New York Jazz team, he would have talked about them like they were the early 90s Cowboys team. And that's how his team would have came out and played them. You know, so that that's just some of the things you notice that the urgency lacks with this team. They take on the identity of this coaching staff, and it's not going to get better until they're all gone,
2: Bruh, This man, Kayvon Thibodeau, is hilarious, dog. So, um, post game, Pat Leonard, who covers the New York Giants, I think this is for uh New. What is this? New oh, you- New York Daily News. I'm like, what is the New York Daily News? <clears throat> Here it goes. Um, ask Kayvon Thibodeau what it feels like when he's dominating this matchup. He said he approached Washington left tackle Charles Leno just before halftime and said thank you. Leno said for what? And Thibodeau said for the ten sacks I'm about to get today. Um, and then I think he got he gonna get like two in the second half. Um, bro, like it's it's and you know what's even crazier? Um, AJ mentioned it when when he he was talking at first initially about. You know leno's weakness right like speed athleticism like super athleticism he going to struggle and and i think that like it's visible but for 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 tavon to to even have the the like the the i mean honestly bro just the, the i don't give a fuck like mentality like i'm gonna talk my shit to you today and like even pull up to him at halftime and say something like that bro like he just knew he just knew leno was in for a long day I mean, you know who's barbecue chicken, bro. Like, you know, yeah, he knew. He you know knew who's
0: that's what I'm saying, bro. You don't need, even when you go back to the conversation of quarterback, you don't need to see a whole season and know if someone's good or not. Kayvon Thibodeau has only won against Charles Leno. This is their third matchup ever. He knows that he's ass. He knows that he could dog him. He knows he could do whatever he wants to. Anytime that they face off, he can win that matchup. There is nothing that Charles Leno can do, whether that be from a skill set uh, standpoint or just from a phys- uh, physical standpoint. He knows that, yo, this is how I'm going to make my money. I play you twice a year. And if you continue to be here playing left tackle, I'm a stat pad and I'm going to be able to have a conversation at whatever point it is to get a new contract because I'm dogging you. And people are saying, yeah, that's the Von Thibodeau that we know from Oregon. Like, He's a beast. Yeah. Like even more, I seen your tweet. You was like, man, Kayvon Thibodeau is a dog or something like that. I, I might be saying it wrong. But shit, I
1: said he going to the Hall of Fame alone. I tweeted yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> <good> just, <laughs> you,
0: you just know you just know who you can talk that shit to, who you can pop your shit against, and who you can dog. And that is just one of those matchups that you know you're gonna eat. Like Dexter Lawrence could have said the same thing. They could have put Tyler Lawson at, at center. Uh Ricky Stromberg, Nick Gates, whoever they could have played, eat. whoever he knew he was gonna eat and he was gonna do his little dance. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I love his sack dance, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like he was gonna do his dance. And even uh, the same thing with Saquon. He know whenever I play Washington, I'ma go off. And that's just how it is. It's Washington is your get right team. We just said uh, just let, let you Keno Smith throw for Almost 400 yards last yeah. week, his career high. Like, if you want to accomplish anything in your life,
1: shit. Isaiah negative, negative Simmons pick six. That dude revived yeah. his career against us.
0: Isaiah no. Simmons got a pick six today, bro. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see him get a pick six since Clemson. Like, <laughs> exactly, bro. If you want to accomplish anything <laughs> in your life, just make sure that Washington is on your schedule, and you will make your dreams come true. They are make a wish team.
2: Let's 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 uh kind of finish with a, a couple couple things. Um, AJ mentioned Saquon, bro. They had negative one rushing yards going into the third quarter. They finished the game with nineteen carries for ninety one yards. They had negative one going in, in two quarters, and they finished it with ninety one, bro. Um, as you mentioned, ice. yeah, Saquon <laughs> Saquon went off for eighty three yards in the second half. Um. And in two big runs uh, that really set the tempo for that that offensive line, and even how they changed things up up front in terms of their their looks that they gave Washington. Um, look, uh, I, I know uh, we we kind of com- covered the conversation of like any changes. Ron Rivera mentioned post game that he's not even entertaining that conversation uh, at at the podium, um, but I think for Washington. And for anybody, Brad, like I think that the Bears could have been. Let me let me re- let me rephrase what I what I was gonna say. The Bears was a nail in Ron's coffin. Like before the like the season doesn't even have to end. You know, like it didn't matter what else Ron had going on this season. That was your that was the that was the firing job right there. Um, that effort, that performance. Um, like leaving the field and that that moment. Um, you know, Ron's done but then today the only thing that's helping ron in 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 any changes from a staff standpoint is the fact that they have a game in four four days or five days uh against the uh against the dallas cowboys on thanksgiving so if you're talking about a a coach who is going into a mini bye week getting his having his team get 40 dropped on their head um your your offense is struggling to the extent in which it did against the Giants and and even like that the slow starts against some of the better teams that they that they played against um, and even some of the inconsistent. I mean, they, they had slow starts against Arizona, Denver, um, Seattle. Outside of that one touchdown to B Rob, like they they've had plenty of slow starts. Even the Patriots game, shit, they 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 came back against a sorry team. Um, that's that's where I think the heat is really turned up. Like sometimes when we say it can't get worse. I'm the living example. Chicago, you didn't think it could get worse. It got worse against New York. Same thing with the coaching staff. You don't think that there's like there there's avenues for change. And I think that Ron Rivera is going down that avenue with the way his team is performing um, over the last couple weeks. Uh, Patriots game, you're talking about a person. uh, You know, Quan Martin catches a pick, but guess what? It hits the receiver's hands. Like it wasn't Kendall Fuller who who broke it up. It was the receiver who couldn't catch the ball uh, and Juju. Um so you're talking about an opportunity where they have a chance to win the game too. Um and and then that turns from a a, a two game losing streak into like a possible four game losing streak going into against Dallas. Um so yeah man, uh, I'll just leave it there in terms of my overall like, thoughts on like, yeah.
0: Even if you look at the whole season, Washington has beat nobody convincingly. Like it's oh, yeah, all sure. small margins. It's probably every victory they've had has been less than 7 points.
2: Um yeah. Let's yeah, shoot. Arizona, four games, game. four points. Ron- Denver, two. Atlanta was eight. Oh, I forgot Atlanta about them. Eight points? Yeah, Atlanta was eight. Okay. What, the um, Patriots was like he three He was still points. one possession. Yeah, Patriots is three. Either way, it's all one possession games. It's all but, little. I
1: mean, I guess kind of going to Ron's comments, I mean, Ron's saying he's not even thinking about changes. To me, that tells me one thing. If Ron comes out and says that, that means that, Ron knows he's done after this year. I mean, we may have already kind of known that it was a foregone conclusion that he'll be gone this year, but I think he's accepted it and he's going to go down with his ship. Because if Ron felt like he had an ounce of a chance of staying around next year, this is the type of game you come out. You'll make some kind of change. I mean, even on a short week, you're probably going to say, "Hey, I want to show you all that I want to win, or I have a pulse, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do something drastic." But Ron's gonna go down with his ship because he knows there's no chance he comes back next season at this point. Like this type of loss right here. Like before this game, Ron in his head, like he, us fans, we knew. You know, I don't think you know this giant. You could you can go out and win this Giants game. I still would have said Ron has no chance of coming back. But Ron probably in his head thinks I can come back. You know, st- I still have a chance. But you lose this game, you get swept by the Giants, you're 0-4 in the division. He knows now at this point he has zero chance. So he's going to go out with his staff, and, and that's just, just how it's going to go. Do,
0: do we <laughs> even really think – I think he's so arrogant that he believes that he will still be here next year. No, I mean, no. Look at if you look at the comments he made, what was it, Friday? He was like, he attached himself to the culture and the quarterback. He's like, you guys really don't understand, like, what it's been like. Uh, but, you know, uh, two things that kind of look at culture and we found our franchise quarterback. Well, no, But he's saying that for his own reputation, AJ. Yeah, I know. I know what he's yeah. doing. You're still losing <laughs> and you look unprepared. And on top of that, this person that you think is a franchise quarterback that you're trying to attach your name to to get kudos. Hasn't
2: even proven it. Hasn't even come close to proving it. Yeah, hasn't
0: hasn't proven it at all and went out today. A couple days after you made these uh, asinine comments once again, he, he went out and threw three interceptions.
1: Hey, no, AJ. This is the week to ask Ron Rivera some tough questions. You know why? This is the week to answer for tough questions because he can't use the Sam Howell deflection point. <laughs> like when, when he gets asked tough questions, he's like, "Oh, we found a quarterback." Now, not to say, again, yeah, that's the Sam Howell's Ron, bad. do you
2: Still think that yeah. he's a franchise quarterback.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I mean, but again, sometimes, that's not the Sometimes point, I wish <laughs> I wish I was one of those reporters in these rooms. Be like, I do. If they I, let really me do. I really, press, really, I'd be really do. I really like, So you think he's still a franchise quarterback and the culture is good and you just lost him to an 18? No, you ain't
1: even got to ask him about that. Ask him about his tenure here because in the past you asked him anything outside. You you don't even have to bring up Sam Howell's name to Ron Rivera. If you ask him a tough question about the team outside of Sam Howell, he goes, oh, but we got Sam Howell. We got a quarterback now. You can ask him anything this week because now he can't just go back to that fallback option of Sam Howe, at least for this week, because he can ride that while, you know, Sam Howe looks good or game after he looks good. He can go to the Sam Howe point. But in a game where Sam Howe doesn't look good against a team that you're probably expected to beat, he can't kind of go to the Sam Howe deflection point. So that's why I say if you want to ask Ron a tough question, this week is the answer.
0: <laughs> Hey, Drake, who are you taking with the first-round pick? Because that, that's the only convers- conversation we're about to start having going forward. I mean,
1: again, I don't want to even jump on to say I'm I'm taking a quarterback right now. It just depends on what you're picking. Because I don't know what we're picking in the draft. I don't know if
2: we're going to looking like top ten yeah. right now. We ain't winning the but, no other game. I will hey, say they this. They Look, lose this. the rest
0: <laughs> of the games like I'm projecting. They're going to finish the top three.
2: I'm te- I,
1: I will say this. If we are in a position which – I don't. I doubt it. We're not going to be in a position to pick these guys. But if we are in a position to pick any of the top two quarterbacks in this draft, you you go. You pick them without hesitation. I mean, that's just that. I've been there. You know, unless Sam Howell can actually, you know, grasp this job by storm. I mean, yeah, I can go into another season with Sam Howell. But if those top two quarterbacks on the board, oh, I'm taking one of those top two quarterbacks, and nothing has convinced me otherwise yet.
2: (sighs) Fellas, um. Did we leave any meat on the bone with this game? Or I feel like we didn't got everything covered. But everybody sucked. <laughs> everybody sucked. They it was so bad that they forgot to turn on the hot water at the stadium. Um, I, well, that's I don't FedEx Field.
0: FedEx Field is a dump. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, ain't nothing new ownership can do about that.
2: Like no, yeah, bro. Ain't,
0: ain't a damn thing. You suck. But I mean, they could I, they they could go home and shower, you know, before they head out yeah. to the. Club. Right. <laughs> yeah,
2: they got plenty of time for that. Um, okay, so schedule wise, I'm glad I don't, I meant to do this at the beginning of the show. First off, I appreciate all the the people that we got in here right now, man. It's appreciated for sure If you're new to the show, man, make sure you hit that like button, make sure that subscribe button uh is definitely appreciated. If you are on the audio side, um you're tuning in for the first time or you just haven't done it yet, man, we definitely appreciate the support if you like the show. Uh give us a little rating and review, man. It's free. Easy, take 2 seconds to do it, man. It helps us uh, in the long run so uh, for sure we definitely appreciate that uh, schedule wise uh, we're going to be here on Tuesday I think we'll kind of treat this in terms of the Tuesday show we'll kind of treat this as like the the final thoughts and then the preview for the Cowboys game um, and then on Friday we will be back to do the recap um, we're taking we're taking Thanksgiving off like first of all first and foremost the way things are going and the way things have went why the hell do anybody want to do any type of work on the Washington team when there's three games on. Look, if they lose against the Dallas Cowboys, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You keep drinking, you enjoy it, you enjoy your day Eat. with your family, and you get ready for <laughs> yep. that. You get ready for the night game. You know what I'm saying? And we we'll hey, be back on, on Friday. Get your little turkey ducking, bro. Hey, and then, then we back duck. on Friday to talk about mob bro. We're going to talk about what happened in the next day. Um and then uh the Miami game. So, 2 weeks from today, uh no post game recap for those who don't know. Your boy finna be in Vegas for his B Day, man. First time in Vegas. Look, if, if if my friends report that I'm lost, bro don't even worry about it. I'll find myself back to the Airbnb. Might maybe like a, a couple days later. Just let me wander. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna I'm gonna turn up in, in Vegas. So two weeks, two weeks oh, from now, goes, no post-game gets first time, against Miami. time in Vegas. First time, bro. First time, you're, never been. You're going you're going next week. No, so so the weekend we play Miami. Week when oh, okay. we play Miami, so that's two week. that's two Sundays from now. Um, given that we play Thursday against Dallas, so um, yeah, so basically, um, against the, the Dolphins game, we won't we won't have a post game show, we'll have a game preview you you know, have maybe a, you Wednesday.
0: You're gonna have a good time, man. And you like to gamble, I don't gamble, but you yeah, know, man, it definitely yeah. uh, it, it definitely gets a little interesting in Vegas, so well,
2: you know, know I'm, about to, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to tap in, I'm about to tap in it it with just, y'all.
0: It's just a little cold at night, just heads up, so yeah. Oh, I ain't never been to Vegas before either. Honestly, oh,
1: you I never supposed, been? Oh, damn! I was supposed to go the 2020 draft. I had my plane ticket, everything, but that's when COVID hit and it canceled the fan. Oh, thing damn! Fans. Oh, so you yeah, pre-planned? You had a, you had a, yeah, had I, a plan yes. wow! Oh, I was going to the 2020 draft in Vegas, but obviously COVID wrecked all of that. So, damn, no Vegas. <laughs>
2: okay, all right. Well, we got the schedule out of the way, fellas. Man, enjoy, man. Look, we got we got four o'clock slates. Um, enjoy yourself. Everybody in the chat, man, appreciate y'all who stuck it through uh, the entire show, man. It's been fun always catching up with everybody in the comments. Uh, We'll be back Tuesday uh, and then be back on Friday after that. So enjoy y'all Sunday, man. We up out here. Peace. Damn, set, hut, watch him throw the ball, we gon' pick it up, You gon' let him hit the hole or you gon' cut it off. You gon' play through fourth and long and you gon' punt it off. Your defenders have you hit us, put your pads in. Don't be looking for the ref to throw no flags in. Keep the helmet on, keep the cleats tight. You the type one to wanna win by any means, right? You should look alive, this is trap die.